For too many years, families of children with devastating illnesses have felt helpless as they watched their child suffer. Today, they're taking matters into their own hands and finally finding relief, treating their child with cannabis. These are their stories. Welcome to another episode of Love and Cannabis. I am Nina Simmons. And I am Osiris Steffen. And we are the proud parents of Aiden Steffen. Hey guys, welcome, welcome to another episode. Hello, hello. Uh, today we have some great guests, um, a couple that I've been really looking to talk to uh, because they're in a situation where, you know, Nina and I have discussed about probably coming out with our own product and doing those things that they've done for their child as something that we wanted to do for our son as well, you know, just to get into the industry, not just talk about it, but, you know, definitely try to help as many people as possible. Um, So today's guest. Guests. It's the first time having two people. Yeah, that's true. Guests. We were accustomed (laughs) to having one. So we have Justin Benetton and Molly Benetton, a husband and wife out in California, and their company is 101cbd.org. And I just want to welcome them uh, to our show. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And, uh, you know, what's so interesting is that um, when, uh, you know, a mutual friend of ours, Dan, had told me about you, Justin, and um, we shared such similarities uh, in a sense of, you know, we're trying to help our son, you know, with their ailment and the fact that, you know, we're both dads, both husbands and all these things that are going on that you have to deal with it day to day. You know, I wanted to, you know, hear perspectives from both you guys and what you guys have been doing, what, how, you know, what got you to this point to really start this company and really um, trying to help other people as well. If you could share that part. Absolutely. Um, you know, as far as how we got started and, um, you know, our kind of our backstory was, you know, we had got a severe diagnosis from our son when he was around two and a half. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, yes. you know, it's on the Same. spectrum or some people call it autism. It was a severe diagnosis. And so, you know, we mm. were just like any parent that gets that kind of news, you know, sad and grieving and fearful and just, uh, you know, not knowing what to do. And then you go out to Dr. Google and research and everything that you can to see what you can do to heal your son. And we came across some research from the 70s, uh, Dr. Raphael Mishulam, who said, uh, oh, yeah, yes, CBD Dr. helps with seizures and epilepsy. And so I figured, well, if it's a neurotypical ailment, which autism is, if it was helping with seizures, then why wouldn't it? It's worth a shot to help try it with autism. Yes. We, no one, there wasn't any research about it. And so we did some, uh, some growing out here, a high CBD strain out here in California. We had a simple cold extraction process like juicing uh, an orange juice. And then our son was out at a pumpkin patch, having a terrible time, tantruming under a bench. And uh, Molly gave him some uh, a CBD oil tincture. And literally five minutes later, he's out picking pumpkins with his sister. The whole family sees it. Everybody was like, what was that? What did you give him? And that's when we knew we were on to something. And then, you know, you fast forward now six years ahead, um, you know, he's diagnosed off the spectrum. So neurotypical, happy, healthy wow, boy. congratulations. And, uh, you know, we were featured in a, you know, a medical journal out of Columbia University. And 
just it's been a blessing, and we've created 101CBD.org as a platform. So when other families come across health challenges, um, that there's education, there's hope, and, there, and, and sharing what works for us can hopefully work for them. And that's kind of how we paid it forward. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats. And I know that we've used your product as well. It's, um, it's shown some great promisings, especially for Aiden. He was having some um, seizures, the nocturnal seizures, which is driving us nuts because, you know, for us, he sleeps with me because he's restless, but then he'll tend to have like a breakout seizure in the middle of the night. And that's one thing I would say that your product worked for that, you know, for that, you know, when he would have them. And the grandma's in the middle of the night while you slept. Now, have you ever noticed that with your son? Did he um, ever have any seizure episodes? We never really had any. Yeah, we didn't have that experience, um, luckily. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we definitely yeah. work with a lot of um, families that are, are treating their children with seizures. Um, and for the most part, like, if they're using our product on a regular basis and they are not on like any other drugs, we find that that has been the most successful. I don't, I'm, I, I forget kind of your situation. Mm. Um, I, I don't, do remember one time, uh, like, a there was a breakthrough kind of a seizure one night with uh, one of the ladies I was working with and she just upped to her dose a little bit and, and it was gone. So yeah, we've had a lot of luck. Uh, <laughs> every, everyone has their own story and situation. So um, yeah, you guys, what, what is, what is your, what is your story with, with your son in terms of, was it something that you were, um, you guys had a breakthrough? Is that what you said? In terms of Aiden, Aiden has a, a very severe, um, form of epilepsy where he, I, I mean, we haven't seen this in years, thank, thankfully to CBD, but he would have close to a hundred of seizures oh, a day. Wow. 100, 200. Yeah. And this was about two and a half years old. Oh, yeah, wow. two and a half. So during the day, it would be like the jerk seizures, yeah. uh, where at one point uh, we had to put a padding in the living room because he would have a jerk seizure and sometimes it would cause him to fall. So that was during the day and then nighttime he would have the big seizures. Yeah, the gra- the grandma grand seizures. The grandma's when he slept. So he's about like ninety percent down. Wow. So that's it's huge. Like he can function. He can go to school. He can play t-ball. He can read. He, he can, can read. Yeah. He can write. Um, he's doing math. Um, I think the biggest challenge is when he was just about to start, you know, really speaking and developing. Uh, the seizures hit him really hard, and it stopped everything. His development just completely yeah. stopped. So I had to teach him sign language because I was home. I was being. I was a home dad at the yeah. time. So for us to communicate, just to find out what we, was going on with him, whether he was hungry, tired, whether I had to teach him sign language. So we we literally just sat here and just learned sign language, just to do the basics of understanding, you know, when he was hungry and when he was tired, or when he wanted to do something. Yeah, and just to go back to what Justin was saying about the, um, how it make it does make a lot of sense on that children with the, on the spectrum and have seizures, how CBD will work for both. For example. A lot of children with severe epilepsy have quote unquote like autistic like symptoms. They have poor eye contact. They have uh, behavior issues. Um, they have some some learning disabilities as well. So, it it like Justin said it 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 makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But we're finding that I don't know how it is in your your customers, but I'm finding that. Um, one, I work with children on the spectrum. I work in a, a special needs school. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the parents, not to say that I 
a lot of parents are, are very are not interested. It's it's very, I don't know if you guys are finding that, but I guess they they look at it like it's just for seizures. I don't know because of the advertisement or you know you see more of that like on mainstream for the epilepsy, mm-hmm. but. A lot of my, a lot of parents are very hesitant. Are you finding that out here in California? I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just because it's California, <laughs> but you know, it, it's been legal <laughs> since '96. Technically, medicinal marijuana. Yeah. yeah. So I never really yeah. noticed it, and I get that question a lot. Um, is we do you know podcasts and things all over the country and the world sometimes uh, when we're lucky mm-hmm. enough. And and the funny thing is, so we don't. We've never really had that stigma um, here, per se, because really? it's California. But I've been asked that question a lot, and it's like, well, I don't really care, just like you guys, right? Like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm trying to heal my son here, so I'm going to do whatever it takes. And a lot yeah. of people, when when recreational, quote-unquote, cannabis marijuana, whatever you want to call it, uh, went legal in Colorado, a lot of families moved um, to Colorado. I heard and about like a flight. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the stigma we're still fighting. Um, I know that federal legalization is on, is not necessarily on the ballot coming up in November. But the my people that I'm connected with uh, on the inside, they're very confident, regardless of whatever happens with the presidential election, uh, that they're going to have the mm-hmm. votes to, to bring it to the floor and potentially pass, uh, very likely pass, more than 50% chance, pass federal legalization of cannabis. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's what it's looking like right now. You know, don't count your chickens, but that's what it's looking like. So (laughs) we we get that question a lot, and we didn't care. um, You know, what we would would try anything to help our son. And, um, you know, obviously it worked well for us, and it's working well for you guys. And we encourage everybody just to try, you know, do your research. Do, do multiple research, yes. get lots of doctors' opinions, read lots of reviews and testimonials, um, and, and trust your instincts as parents, since we always tell parents, it's like, you're the only parents yes. they have, and you're the best judge. So do your homework right. and go with your gut, and that's, uh, that's our, always, always our advice. Yeah, I, you know, that's funny you say that. We became, like, activists and then become advocates for our mm-hmm. son. You know, because you don't realize how many people don't know especially for the east coast because you guys have been doing this for years but the east coast is just starting to really open up to the idea and it was hard for them to even wrap their head around that a plant could be so positive because for them you know you know they're smoking it jail them that's that's pretty much it it's been that concept so for for you guys in this journey um i think either one of you can answer this question why didn't you guys or if you guys had considered going the pharmaceutical route Well, it's a good question. You want to take it, Molly? Sure. Yeah. Um, When, yeah, when luckily um, Justin's mom uh, raised him very holistically, was, you know, into all sorts of different types of herbs for healing um, her children's and and their own ailments when they were Mm. way before herbs were cool. (laughs) And, um, Yep. Thank God yeah, for grandma. yeah. She definitely was a, a huge influence on you know just our general. I mean, I I had that kind of. I went to Boulder, Colorado, and kind of got that vibe too. So we were kind of on the same page with mm. that. And that uh, we heard a lot of negative things about medicating, uh, especially young children, and how it can um, you know backfire and cause side effects and such. And so our our 
our purpose in the beginning was, you know, let's just get therapy and then let's change his diet <laughs> and let's do, you know, just the things that we can, that we actually have control over. And when we started to kind of see the results of the diet change, that was helpful. Therapy was really helpful. Uh, luckily, J- Janet, Justin's mom came and helped, um, you know, teach him how to read and teach him, you know, uh, uh, during all that time, we were like, we didn't even know what this kid would turn out to be, you know, <laughs> we were just, we were thinking, you know, he was nonverbal, oh, yeah. he was verbal, and then we had a, um, a vaccine injury, and, and he basically stopped talking and all these things, so it was, it was very sudden, and so all of a sudden, we're like, wait, you used to look at the camera and smile, and <laughs> now you don't, and, you know, you, you wow. used to respond to us, and now you don't, and you're totally in your own land, so what happened here, <laughs> and so with all that, it was um, really sudden, and then, but we, we just luckily had the holistic background, and I think that, that shaped kind of how we uh, went towards the raw CBD, the unprocessed version. It's just like, you know, eating an apple versus eating, you know, applesauce or, or a, a, a bar or something like that. You know, you're, you're going to get so much out of the fresh enzymes and the goodness out of the whole plant. And so the the less that you can process it the better uh we found that we we tested a bunch of different types of cbd and we we tried them on ourselves of course first we want to make sure they didn't get us high you know there's there, that, that stigma was there i mean i don't know Justin maybe talks to some other people that are more developed <laughs> but there was definitely a stigma i mean most parents come in like a little shy gun shy you know and and um but they're ready for something that's uh, you know not pharmaceutical and um, so we, yeah, we just luckily uh, stumbled upon the raw version <clears throat> and we're, we're able to, you know, just really dive into that. Um, and it's been life changing. I mean, the, the, the raw versus the decarboxylated for us, um, for our son was very mm-hmm. instrumental in getting him to really open up, to be able to focus, um, <clears throat> to be able to, you know, kind of get back into our world <laughs> and care about you know, people that are in it. And now it's just like, I mean, I can't even tell you the things day to day. I just keep saying, I need to start a blog or something so that I can express to people like, yes. and what, you know, I know that when you guys find something that works, it's like you want everybody to know and, and understand that this can yes. happen to your kid too. So yeah, luckily. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a scary mm-hmm. part. Uh, when you see, when you guys are out and about and you see other families and they have a child that you could just like say, that child could benefit from our product because you can tell that, you know, they're either autistic or they're on the spectrum, like they're going mm-hmm. through something. And you, I don't know if you ever get the urge of saying, hey, look, uh, you know, start that conversation, but without really scaring them or turning them off. We have, we definitely have. Justin comes back all the time with stories because he does most of the traveling and stuff. And, you know, like, I was on the train yeah. and there's this mom and you could just tell. And so they just sparked up an awesome conversation. It ended up being awesome. And then, you know, if you have a sample on them, you know, we, we give out product left and right just to get people to, you know, just to try it, yeah. you know, just because it's like, if it, you know, once you find the dose, I think that's really important. And, and, um, obviously, you know, depending on other things that you're doing, um, you know, that could be continuously causing insults. Now you just have to kind of figure out mm. what to get rid of and what to focus on and like diet's huge, you know, but, um, and we have these conversations with those moms and dads that, um, um, they don't, they might not understand that, you know, them eating, cause a lot of it's gut related and, you know, directly, um, goes to the brain kind of stuff. So if you're, 
if you're sitting there feeding them, you know, unprocessed food that's not organic and that's, you know, just really bad, <laughs> um, gluten, dairy, uh, those kind of things, it could be really, really affecting the whole situation. And even if you took CBD, any type of CBD, a lot of CBD, you might just not ever see the results, you know. So we have to have those big conversations a lot, especially when people are coming in to see us. But yeah, certainly when you're walking down the street and you, you see someone like my heart goes out to people all the time and you see it's what in one in three, two now or something like that of autism at least. I'm not yeah. sure about yeah. seizures and such, but it's just so yeah. prevalent. That number's climbing. Well, the big thing, it's yeah, climbing. Um, no, I'm just saying that the numbers is it's really it's becoming like almost like a epidemic of numbers at this yeah, point. Every, yeah, every year. Um, we wanted to talk to you about like how did you start the dosing? Well, that's the like did you? It was I know and for us it's very experimental, but how, just kind of walk us yeah. through that what you did with your son well, for dosing. Well, that's a million dollar question, let me tell you. <laughs> we're, we're, we're shooting <laughs> videos right now and, and it's like, because we get the same questions, we're putting videos up on the website and things like that and YouTube channel. And uh, so that's one of them. Right? That's one of the top five. Uh, number one, obviously, you got to be tricky because we're using the word dosage and, and the FDA hasn't, you know, done that's their, true. you know, final ruling, which is coming and they're getting a lot of pressure from Congress, which is great. Um, but, you know, once they give us those regulations and they give us simple things, which basically the regulations are just going to say, you need to be making it in a clean facility, just like if you were going to be making turmeric, right? And we'll all get there and it'll be good. And the, and the, and the industry does a, a pretty good job of policing itself. And you always just want to look for the COAs. But the dosing, we always say start slow, right? And, and as a parent, I recommend that you try it first. So you try it. And you understand yes, your dosing because you guys it. have the same DNA as your child. So understand how that plant affects mm. you, right? Because CBD is not CBD is not CBD, right? Some of it's just powdered stuff. Some of it comes from China uh, and it's isolated things. Some yeah. of it is uh, decarboxylated. Some of it is got more than just CBD in it, which is great. CBG, CBC, other cannabinoids. I know you guys didn't like CBG. And so, you know, you want to kind of maybe see what strain works best for you um yes, so we just start exactly. with your start with yourself see how you like it if your body feels good if you have a good reaction to it and you certainly don't want it so high um then i would say go down <laughs> well maybe you do but that's at night and that's your own thing do your thing after hours decompression time but um but once you feel find the one that that this is what we did once you find the thing that works for you because I remember I tried some, some of the product first, the raw CBD oil, and I was like, ooh, now that I feel like a soothingness of my whole body for anxiety. Mm. Then just start really slow with your child, um, depending how old they are. You know, if they can hold it under the tongue, every minute's an extra 10% absorption. But usually kids under the age of like five, six really aren't good at holding it. A lot of adults aren't good at holding it. <laughs> yeah, under that's right? the thing. That's a problem yeah. we're having. So you just yeah. get a little bit more. But, you know, maybe start with two and a half milligrams would be maybe a suggestion, maybe five milligrams. If you need to put it in juice because they don't, they spit it out or it's just a nightmare, um, then you might want to do a little bit more because anything you put in juice has to go through stomach acid, liver, kidney, which, you know, basically breaks down the CBD and all the goodness of the hemp plant. So then you need a little bit more. Um, and you just start really slow, take good notes for at least a week or two, like every little day, because we know how, especially when you're dealing with kids with special needs, 
they can all blend together, not to mention when you have crazy virus scares going around. So, but just start with a mm-hmm. week and make sure you're not changing anything else. The scientific method, add one thing, take away one thing, take notes and then increase the dosage as needed. And just think of CBD, CBDs and broccoli, kale, breast milk. Uh, it's just like eating really healthy in a concentrated dose. It's like you just ate, you know, you ate great for a week straight with solids by taking a, a supplement, a, a good CBD supplement. Wow. That's something to think about. Uh, let me ask you a question, uh, Justin. I mean, as a dad and a husband, and you're you're taking care of work, you're trying to do all these things, and then at the same time, you know, trying to take care of your son. I you know. I mean, for me personally, it, it was stressful at some point where I'm just like, I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I I don't know what to expect. You know, especially with my son's like his condition. If it's going to get worse, it's going to get better. Because I hear, oh, he's going to grow out of it. He's going to get better. Don't worry. And it's like every day, you know, you know, that's what I held on to. But I know there's been moments, even Nina can share with that, that, you know, I have my breaking points where I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. Uh, have you ever experienced that? It was like, you just sit back and you're like, okay, what's going on? You know, because as men, we always want to solve problems. Are you, are, are you trying to do. do a Barbara Walters moment here and get me to cry? Is that what we're after? Just a little. Would it help? In, in the beginning, yeah. I mean, I remember when we first got the diagnosis and, you know, you want to talk about overwhelm. You don't know if your child's going to be able to take care of oh, himself. Yeah. You don't know anything. Because autism back then, was yes. just, it was, yeah. they, there just was hardly any research that we could find. So mm-hmm. little. Um, and so, yes, the overwhelm, the stress, the anxiety, you know, it's just, it was the most, it was the, the biggest jarring news I've ever come across. It was the biggest um, life changer that's ever happened to me. And it's, it's just crazy, you know, in life how, you know, the, they say you can turn your mess into your message, right? And the, the biggest thing that's ever happened to yeah. you, the hardest struggle that's ever happened, you can become the greatest blessing if you figure out, you know, that maybe the problems and challenges in our lives that are happening to us aren't happening to us, but they're happening for us. And who would have thought, yeah. who would have thought that five years later, six years later, we'd be on a podcast helping other families, getting the message out about the, the solution we prayed for, that what we found now we have a healthy, happy son, which was what we were after. And now thousands and potentially millions of other families across the country and the world are going to maybe hear this podcast and say, you know what? I think after hearing that, I'm going to give it a try, especially because these guys who want to go on CBD.org are giving it away for free. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah but I hear you. <laughs> yeah, we got to lose. Uh, you know, it was really challenging and, and overwhelming. And it's it's a tribute to both, to both Molly and I and to you two that we made it through this because a lot of families who go through this similar, you know, special needs challenge don't stay together because it's so hard. No, you're right. It is. You know, it's funny because uh, Nina and I, I mean, it's not really funny because it's kind of sad because we had talked about it in our last episode um, that out of the 50% of the marriage that end up divorced, 90% of those have a child that has some type of disability or wow. ailment. And it's like, and we've had that experience where we had our breaking point where it's like, I don't think we're going to make it. We literally looked at each other and said, we are at our breaking point because it was nice we weren't able to sleep. We didn't know, you know, it's just like we didn't know if we were coming and going. We didn't know what day of the week. Sometimes we didn't even shower. It was like, it was so crazy. And we had we looked at each other and said, I don't think we can do this. 
You know, it was like honestly looked at each other and said, "Hey, this is too much. This is not what I thought I signed up for." In a sense of the marriage or dealing with a family, it's like this is new. Yeah, and I think for us, it was it was really no marriage. It was more just Aiden. Yeah, <laughs> and two people yeah, <laughs> trying it. to help two him. Guardians. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, we didn't. We didn't rarely went out just to two of us, and the intimacy was lo- very low, c- low because of the depression and not knowing what's happening. So there really wasn't, you know, a marriage. You know, it's just friends just living together. <laughs> it was two roommates taking care of a kid. And, and how did, <laughs> yeah, we'll go through that. <laughs> and, and how did how did you how did you get, how did you get through it? Well, we, I think it's in progress. It, yeah, it was working. <laughs> daily progress. progress. <laughs> I think I, we gave up the part on the intimacy. Just said, okay, we'll just work together. <laughs> we have this partnership. We work together, and you know, and we just realized that we have no choice. This is about him. We, you know, we can work on each other when we have time. When we have our downtime, we'll. A friend of mine recommended that we do like one night a week. We do wine. You know, sit down and just relax. But it turned out to be bottles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hear that. <laughs> Whatever gets you through the night, you done them in one's Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, so I think the COVID has actually helped our relationship too. Yes, I think it did because it forced us to be together because we had nowhere else to go. So we had nothing to run away to. I was nervous though. I didn't think we were going to make it. I, really <laughs> thought, I, I thought we were going to call 911. <laughs> but I think it, it put us in a position like, okay, Let's sit down and figure out what we can do. I think the biggest problem between the two of us is that we're so competitive. We want to be the one to like try to help their son. So we come up with ideas and it's like, well, let's do my idea. No, let's do mine. <laughs> so we would go back and forth and saying, well, whose idea is going to, you know, going to work and who it's one we're going to try. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, um, the, as a woman, I, I would get more emotional. Yes. About Aiden, like say Aiden has a bad day or all of a sudden I just get freaked out. Like um, Justin was saying, like the future, like what's going to happen to, you know, so you get kind of freaked out and I would get emotional. And Osiris does, can't take emotions like crying and stuff like that. He can't, can't take. Why you make me sound like a bad guy? <laughs> so he'll get more upset. <laughs> I'm not upset that you're upset. I'm just that I, I it, I'm just kind of like even killing. I have to think things out cause I'm very analytical. So I have to look at it and I, I see her get all emotional. Then I, I get triggered to be emotional and I don't want to because I want to like at least stay grounded. I mean, have you guys ever experienced that or do you experience it where you're like, okay, one person has to stay grounded. The other is, I can let it all out. We definitely both handled it in very different ways, you know, and um, I -hmm. I had a, like to be, you know, maybe TMI, but um, um, too too much information. (laughs) I definitely hit a point in my life when I, uh, when we got the diagnosis for him, it was, I had to change my life. I actually gave up drinking, um, went into a 12 step mm. program and was actually had a lot of success. I had to do that because I, I knew I needed a clear head to be able to go through whatever the hell we were going to have to go through with him. And, um, I'm, you know, obviously awesome. that doesn't work for everybody. Um, and it was, it was definitely probably more challenging for our, for adjusting my relationship. It's uh, put a wedge there, but, um, you know, that was another thing that we had to work through. Um, I just felt like, you know, it, for for both of us, it was just so, <laughs> he, Justin obviously has the more, you know, um, bring home the bacon, you know, let's, let's um, you know, take yeah. care of, you know, and the problem solver kind of thing too. Um, and then, and, and then I was kind of like in the trenches, like doing the things that were like, 
you know, going to the therapy and um, kind of the day to day of and, mm-hmm. and trying to well, do we just go with the system? Like, do we go send them to the early intervention center? And we tried that route and and it didn't work, you know. And I actually met this mom recently who has a son who's mm-hmm. 12 and he is on the spectrum, ADD, uh, those kind of things. Um, and he went through the system that basically did exactly the same thing that we were going to do. And, um, and she, um, ironically is now just has just finished, um, uh, one year of sobriety. And so it's kind of how I met her. And, um, uh, she didn't get sober in the beginning her kid's 12 now. And it was almost like a, Oh my gosh, this would have been my life if I didn't get sober. And, wow. and if we went through the system, and it was so like eye opening just and she her son is i mean he's he's really wonderful like he was easy to be around he was talking he was playing with my kids he can't read they have not been able to figure out how to teach uh-huh. the child in the system um he you know he still has mm. major behavior issues apparently i didn't see them that day but uh, she has a really hard time with him. And um, anyway, it just was like one of those, you know, everyone's going to handle it in the way that they are. And, um, and you know, everyone has a plan. <laughs> and, you know, there's a, there's got yeah. someone looking out for you um, uh, and has a plan for you. So I just feel like in those moments when you come across those uh, really challenging times, whether it's between you two in a, in a relationship or, um, you know, these challenging, you know, diagnoses with your children or whatever it is, you know, you just like, at least in my estimation, if you can do more to like get yourself, like, you know, they say on the airplane, put the, mm-hmm. put the oxygen on you first and before you can take care of the other kids, you know, it. it's like, um, it, it was really eye-opening, and I just feel like you know we both handled it. I feel like as well as we could, and now you know we got uh, we're on our fourth kid, <laughs> about to have a fourth one in September. It's oh, well, oh my god, congrats! <laughs> but um, you know we're making it. We're 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 getting through it, and you know it's it's definitely been a blessing. I feel like now looking back and seeing how well he's doing and. Yeah, he's not norm, normal, typical, or whatever you say, but um, he's a whatever wonderful blessing. Means, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he just—he's he, added so much to our lives that we would never have been where we are today without it. So it's—it's it's been. And that's the one thing I noticed that, that you know when you go through a challenging it point, ch- it change it, you evolve. Yeah, it changes you for the better, actually. Yeah, yeah so you become something else, like you never imagined, that you, and you become so in tune to everything. Yeah. Nobody could tell you something different. Mm-hmm. And it's like you you become first one you become humble, oh, and you become more. I find myself I became more empathetic to to other people, not just in general. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes you don't know what the person's oh. going through in their struggles. Yeah. That you meet, you know, and I, and I really hold to that. And getting back to what you were saying that putting the oxygen on first. So with me, I I just started going um, to therapy because I'm like you know I'm I'm not I'm not I could be a better mother if I get certain things that I, in check and I'm glad that you mentioned that Molly because you do need to help yourself first for, for, so you can really help your child or Absolutely. your children you sound like wonderful yes, parents I mean, thank you for sharing that <laughs> we're trying and it's it's uh, the advocating and just the education is the, the thing that we've learned that's so important in this industry in this community and when it comes to you know, CBD and treating your child who is going through something or even treating yourself and dealing with anxiety, like 
just the education and understanding your body. And I, you know, to go back to the part where you guys had talked about in the beginning, you know, you doing all the Google, you know, checking out Dr. Google. It's like you go down a rabbit hole and things start to open up. You're like, I didn't realize this would affect this. Because, you know, when you go to Dr. Dick, um, you know, put things in department, compartmentalize things. You know, your brain is separate from the your throat, mm, your yeah, body. Yeah. So everything's in different departments. But when you really dig down, it's like everything is connected. That's how we found out about the, you know, the brain, uh, the gut mm-hmm. brain access, uh, yeah. access. So it's like, yeah. wow. All right. So we can't deal with our son in a separate way. Mm-hmm. You know, um, th- th- to your point about the, you know, diet. You know, some children I understand that who are on the spectrum are very finicky about what they eat. Mm-hmm. Yes. So how are you been able to, you know, give your son something that he will be able to enjoy but yet still be healthy for him? And they would also work in conjunction with the C B D. Yeah, diet has been a total uh roller coaster. I mean in the beginning he was about three three and a half when we started kind of really focusing on diet and changing it. Um, it was, um, you know, and at that point he's kind of used to eating his little, you know, wheat crackers or whatever he's used to. And, and so, um, but still young enough that, you know, we still have control, but yeah, I mean, it made it so that he would eat, you know, gluten-free chicken nuggets and ketchup only <laughs> for a long time or whatever it was. Oh, you know, wow. he got super, super picky. And then he decided that whenever he ate fruits and vegetables, he'd vomit. So that happened. Um, and wow. so we actually literally every single day of his life, um, juice, organic veg- veggies and fruits to get him to get some sort of, you know, <laughs> vegetables and fruits inside his body. And, um, and we actually add the CBD to that little cocktail. And so, um, yeah, I mean, diet's been everything. I think as he's gotten older, he started to kind of understand about eating different things. And we've been trying to introduce different things here and there. And he tried a mushroom the other day, just randomly. I was like, oh my gosh, this is epic. (laughs) And he didn't throw it up. (laughs) So, um, I I didn't tell him it was a vegetable, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of that's mental. Who knows, you know? Um, but he, yeah, so it's been a roller coaster. But yeah, I mean, that's been, um, there's definitely, you know, it, through ABA therapy, we had a lot of, you know, goals set. And that was one of them at one point. And I just remember we got the apples out and then he ate them and just projectile vomited all over the, <laughs> the table. And I was just like, this is maybe oh a real God. thing. Like, I thought it was just him being, you know, obstinate. But, um, yeah. So, but once we've kind of like now we have a set diet, you know, he, he, he's eating, um, you know, it is gluten-free and dairy-free and, um, that it, it's, and I can tell like when he starts to cheat, he'll eat, you know, some gluten here and there or whatever. And it's like, he gets to be kind of, you know, nasty and not cooperative and, um, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a definite behavior switch. So, when I really need him, like especially during school, when when we go to school, um, yes. it would be <laughs> yeah, it's that is. really important yeah. for him to be eating clean so that he can you know be in in, in the yeah and able to sit there and focus and and listen to the teacher. So yeah, it's like night and day here for sure. That's funny. We had we have the opposite with our son because we started really early. Uh, he's never eaten any you know bottled baby food. We started making vegetables. I would puree the you know uh, broccoli, puree string beans. I would make it all for him. Uh, even avocados got him almonds. So he became 
it kind of became a, almost like a reverse in the sense that he became addicted in a way to vegetables. He wouldn't eat anything mm. else but vegetables. Wow. Like we had to hide meat. You but know, the thing is, like, wow, he needs like other fats. Wow. Yeah, yes. and he wasn't. So now we're realizing too that he needs the protein because that was this. The protein's actually helping his seizures. Wow. So diet is so individualized, mm-hmm. right? So he actually does better. On a higher protein, fat diet, fat carb um, diet than the vegetarian diet that he he would was, like to be on. It's that's so what we crazy. thought it was going to work for we him. We thought that we the vegetarian was it was the way to the go. The way to go, and it, yeah. it, he needed more balance. And that we're realizing that, and that's how. Um, that's how he gained all this weight. He's really. gained weight during this quarantine because yeah. we've been pushing that. Yeah. Yeah, because he wouldn't gain weight. He wouldn't gain that much weight. He was so thin. Wow. Like that, you know those vegetarians that are thin. That that was wow. him. Yeah, and, and he's doing much better on. Uh, it's fun. Uh, we had went took him to the doctor. They were like saying is, he seems malnourished. We're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he's eating, but he wasn't eating enough of what you know he should yeah. be eating. You know, the more proteins and more carbs. You know, to get the well balanced diet. I mean, the kid would cry for spinach. Oh right? Like, what are you going to do? What a dream! <laughs> it's like no, the first thing he eats. <laughs> yeah, right. The first thing he eats on a plate is a vegetable. Yeah. Like. His you, te- you don't know what to do with that. His teacher was like, I've never met a kid like this. It's so interesting. They have such different, you know, um, tastes and stuff. And I know this kid that uh, he basically eats blueberries and blueberries only. And it's just his thing. But, yeah, he won't eat anything else. It's so, it's so hard on the parents because you're like, this is not going to sustain you. So Exactly. Because even though it's healthy, but you need, yeah. You need more sense. So how was he um, when he originally started taking the CBD? Because I know it can be a very... Um, the taste. Yeah, yeah the taste, taste is tough, um, especially with ours because it's raw um, and it basically is CBDA, which is an acid. And so before you process it, you, you lose the A when you process it and heat it up. So the A means acid and it actually has a little bit of a bite. So... Um, if you're in the 600 milligram, 800 milligram range, it, it shouldn't be too bad. But if you swallow it directly, you'll, you'll get a little bite in the back of your throat. Um, usually people that leave it under mm. your tongue, you get enough saliva so that when you actually swallow it after the five to seven minutes, uh, you don't, you definitely don't get that bite. So, and a lot of the, the CBD, CBDA has been absorbed into your body. So you're not you're having to swallow it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, for our son, he's eight years old now, and we still flood his juice with it. I was just trying to calculate how much we're doing. Um, I think it's about um, mm. maybe about 400 milligrams a day. Um, it's quite high. Mm. Oh, he takes 400 milligrams. Yeah. And wow, that so is quite with high. that, he has, when he's drinking it in his juice, um, we, we generalize about a 15% absorption rate through the stomach. Um, so you're, you know, the amount that okay. you're getting actually is quite significantly so lower. Low. Um, so it would be, it would be similar yeah. to what I would take every day under the tongue and probably get the same amount, you know, um, but I take a significant amount less. So yeah, I mean, it's a, um, it's, it's hard and that's that whole dosing thing is challenging because, you know, especially with people that, you know, we give, we have a compassionate program so that we can, you know, give people at least, you know, 40 to 50% off or whatever, if you're dealing with, um, you know, situations like we are talking about. So, um, but still it's because people have to, you know, if they're not doing it under the tongue, a lot of the kids, the younger kids are not cooperative in that way. So, um, you have to drink it, but yeah, it's challenging. We also have the option of suppositories, which is, you know, not necessarily a comfortable thing, but done. it's like a hundred percent absorption. 
and then you don't have to deal with any of the other stuff. We, so, yeah. Have you tried that? We actually time? haven't because, I mean, I guess because you know, we, we don't really think about, you know, CBD as a limiting resource right now and because we own the company. Um, but um, we definitely have people that older people seem to be more comfortable with it um, and they and they find a lot of success with it. And we kind of just guide them to like Amazon to go get the little plastic applicators and they just do it on their own. But um, uh, yeah. it definitely, you know, we, they say it's 100% absorption. So you use just a tiny bit and, and you're getting all the results. So that's an option. <laughs> yeah, we use we use it with Aiden yeah. and it, it's, it's great. But we just don't want to do that to him every single yeah. day. Yeah. Or, and, or actually, you only need it every other day. It was so powerful. Yeah, because he had a constipation issue for quite some time. I don't know if you guys experienced that with your son. And so we had to do it. It was almost mm. daily just to get him because his stomach became so distend, distended that we like, okay, he's got to let go because he hasn't gone oh. in two, three, four days. And we're like, no, he, he's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But for him, th- this is a question. I don't know if either one of you guys have noticed. Does your son have like a seem to have like a high tolerance of pain yes well our son is red-haired <laughs> um and he there's a thing about that which is news to me because i i didn't even know any redheads in my family or i don't think justin really did either it was, it was kind of just a but interesting yeah i'm looking at your family picture right now yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> he has a they say that they have the pain tolerance is, is completely different and so therefore like he actually had to go under one time when he um broke his elbow and they had to give him a lot of um, anesthesia to go to get him under, and then he really had a hard time coming out of it. Um, it was really scary, actually. Scary. <laughs> so scary. they're like, they can avoid anesthesia at scary. all, you know. But there's definitely, I don't know if that has to do with the diagnosis as well. It might be connected, but um, yeah, that's been, definitely mm. been an issue for us. I, I thought it might have been this. I thought it was a CBD because. I remember my son. He had uh, fallen. He was um, he was running through the hallway. He had a seizure, and it caused him to fall. And he caught the corner uh, like right over his eye. And well, you know, Nina sends me a picture of him, and he's sitting up watching TV as they stitch him up. I'd be yeah. crying. And he's like, like it was nothing. I was like, okay. And then recently, we just had two two three extracted. He didn't flinch. He didn't cry. And the doctors like, well, that's strange. We never had a child not cry, even because because he's on medication. He has to have blood work done every two to three mm-hmm. months. We go in, they draw blood, he doesn't flinch, wow. and they're like, never seen that before. Wow. <laughs> They've never seen a kid just get the blood drawn. So that, I was asking, I was wondering only if it's the CBD has, you know, I don't know, dulled calming. Well, I, think I, don't, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it's so much calming or dull the nerves. No, I mean, it's, I mean, it definitely is helping with pain and anxiety, which are two of the things that, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, when, whenever we used to go to the dentist, you know, we had a lot of teeth extractions too, unfortunately. Um, and so um, it's in those absolutely horrible experiences, um, you know, the CBD, it was the only thing that could calm him to the point of where he would actually sit in the chair. I mean, they gas never worked on him. They, they, they tried the, you know, the calming drug before, um, and that wouldn't work on him because we didn't want to put him under because of our last experience with him getting the, the, not coming out of it that well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I think the CBD is certainly helping with, with the overall, you know, lowering of anxiety and then the, the pain. (laughs) I mean, it's, that's what it does. So, Oh wow! Now, uh, for Justin, you you doing a lot of traveling. What are you seeing 
out there in the market? Because I know I've heard stories that there's a lot of crap. You know, there's a lot of snake oil salesmen. Um, but are you seeing any companies that are really like on a cusp of something great, or are you just seeing like the same old, same old? Well, as far as the CBD companies out there, well, I yeah. mean, you know, so there was the 2014 farm bill that passed, which was the same year that Shea got his diagnosis, which allowed us access and the ability to grow hemp in our, you know, essentially our backyard or with farmers we work with out here in Ventura County. And mm-hmm. so it was a different time then. And everybody that was in the industry was kind of like we were all experimenting with hemp and and there's some people that have history back to the 1990s and, and, and kind of, you know, working with companies like Vote Hemp and Eric, uh, who's there. And then there's like Patrick Goggin with California Hemp Council out here. And so there was a lot of people that were kind of already in that space. And a lot, I mean, there's, if you've ever heard of NOCO, uh, there's a, you know, the conference yes. out in Denver every year, which got postponed. Like there was a small community. There was like a couple dozen people, right? That was all because it was hemp and it was industrial hemp. And then CBD came along, you know, 2013 with Sanjay Gupta and CNN with Charlotte Sigi, you know, rest her soul. And, um, you know, we, yes. um, so everybody that was in the industry was, you know, like, like all about hemp and all about the plant and all about, you know, goodness and all that. So when the 2018 farm bill passed, then all hell broke <laughs> because it was the next green bubble, wow. cannabis, green rush, yada, yada, yada. And then Best yeah. Bakers started showing up at the NOCO. I think it was NOCO 5 or 6 I was at. And I was like, I don't recognize guys in suits. You guys remember seeing them on Wall Street out there in New York. We don't see them in the cornfields oh, yes. uh, out in the mountains in Denver uh, where NOCO is. Anyways, and so it changed. And the money came in. And then it became like, ooh, this is a bubble. Let's make some money. And, you know, flashy websites and, you know, celebrity endorsements and Kardashians. And um, so it, it became a lot oh, yeah. of sizzle. And the state kind of got lost in the mix. But fortunately, there's, you know, the people that have been around for a while, it still is probably that I'm estimating somewhere around four to 5,000 CBD companies um, with regulation coming and this, you know, uh, roller coaster economy we're on right now. Um, you know, I, my, my hunch is we're going to lose about half of them uh, by the end of the year. And yeah. then it's, you know, there's going to be some consolidation. There's going to be some people that say, okay, this bubble's too hard. Let's go try another bubble. Um, you know, maybe hand sanitizer. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there's <laughs> still great companies. My advice to everybody would be just like you buy anything, right? Um, look at the reviews, look at the testimonials, look at the website, look at the brand, look at their story. Do you identify with it? Um, and then look at the COAs. The COAs need to be visible. The COAs yes. are the certificate of analysis that show what exactly is in your product. So that would be my advice. There's a lot of good companies out there. But just understand, if just like Mom taught us, if it's too, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. If you buy the if you buy the bargain basement mm-hmm. stuff, you get what you pay for. It. Sometimes you got to pay a little extra for the good stuff because, you know, that's where the wholesome and 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 the, the tender love and care goes into making the product. That's great. Now you know what's interesting. I had interesting was that uh, I spoke to someone prior, and it, one of the things I noticed that some companies do is they add additional ingredients, and some of the ingredients are like you know, the sunflower seeds. And then uh, the other was uh, some type of form of uh, emulsifier. What they use is lectin oil or lechin oil. Now, one of the things that we found through our experience uh, prior to using your product was that it would trigger seizures for Aiden. Uh, 
because we because we've used their product before everything was fine because we also did some experimenting in a sense of mixing oils up to see if we get the right you know that right ingredient you know creating by using it and then um we get a new batch and we use it and it's like wow what happened he's starting mm-hmm. to have seizures what's going on and luckily we you know we paid the de- uh you know attention to details and you know looked at the bottles and just trying to see what changed because we tend to keep the bottles too just mm-hmm. in case and we noticed that they had added lechin, and that's that. That was the only mm-hmm. difference. Now, in your experience of seeing, uh, you know, putting together um, some great products, do you see a lot of companies using that, or just using, uh, just adding to it? And for what reason? What was the name of the ingredient? It's like a lechin oil or lectin. Uh, lectin, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's Lettison? like uh, some type Lettison. of milk. Yes, yeah. uh, I believe derivative lectin. Um, so oh, yeah, really? I mean that might be yes, a dairy. Yes. A lot of times companies add things for, as preservatives, wow. right? Um, or consistency, mm-hmm. right? That sounds like a, a food additive for consistency yeah. to make it bulk up a little bit. Yes, yes. Uh, um, yes, yes. And exactly. so, uh, That's what it is, again, yeah. with, with our product, um, it, you know, it's just hemp seed oil, which is the, the, the seeds from the plant squished, cold-pressed, and the plant, um, you know, itself cold-pressed. Yeah, we do add a little bit of organic flavoring um, that comes from the terpene profile of the plant. So we have one that's blueberry, and mm. it tastes like blueberries. Oh, you yes. know, and we add just a little bit of organic plant-based stevia, uh, which is also organic and cold pressed, and and it's, it's got a sweetness to it. Monk fruit or uh, monk fruit's another one that's similar. We don't add it, but it's a similar product where there's zero calories because you know no one has to worry about glycemic levels or anything like that. So. Again, yeah, read your ingredients, look at your COAs, you know, make sure that they're not using yeah. some white powdery CBD isolate stuff, you know, and, you know, get pictures of the farm, yeah. get pictures of the process, um, you know, get to know the company. Uh, there's there's great companies out there yes. that, that really want to share the whole experience and the journey with you. Uh, you guys are doing that currently. Absolutely, yeah. We have a free yes. consultation online. Awesome. We're putting up some videos right now. We're shooting at the farm and us out there. We have a bunch of pictures, but we're trying to put more video because apparently everyone likes videos these days. So we're trying to get more and more up. Yeah, it's all about it's <laughs> all about the videos now. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's home too. <laughs> yeah, we've got time to watch. So, um, one last question. So, what do you think? And just for people who are new or want to try CBD. Um, what do you think helped your son? And what what about the CBD? Do you think helped your son? Oh uh, well, for us, I mean, I, in, initially we were trying to kind of treat um, individual uh, cases, kind of when he would have a tantrum, because um, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We were kind of at a loss as <laughs> to how to get him from out um, from under the table. He would hold his ears, you know, scream have the, mm-hmm. the, the kind of typical, what you imagine, like a horrible breakdown of an autistic child. Um, you would do that a lot. And uh, so we were kind of trying to, you know, without using lollipops <laughs> or whatever, um, to get yeah, him right? to snap out of it, kind <laughs> of. It was like, it was almost like he was in a trance. And um, and so, mm-hmm. like Justin explained at the, the, the Underwood Farm that one time, it was just like, literally wasn't five minutes. I mean, I think it was within seconds. It was, I squirted a little under his tongue and he kind of just like woke up and, uh, started, started, you know, walking out from under the, uh, the bench and started, you know, picking blueberries or whatever we were doing there. Um, and it was, it was just 
so instantaneous and so I don't know I was just like you know one of those moments um but it was really like so in the beginning it was treating the episodes and then we realized that Mm -hmm. you know he's not going to live in this like box of the the system where you had Janet Justin's mom come out and she was like I said teaching him how to read and write and do math and all this crazy stuff and we're like oh my gosh this kid is a genius you know <laughs> we got to get him into music and what we you know, mm-hmm. what, nothing what, nothing's going to hold us back and um yeah then it was like okay he can That's go awesome. to general ed school like this child is smart you know it's just a matter of getting him to behaviorally you know you know cooperate <laughs> yeah. um so it was that was kind of the goal and then, then we realized instead of just like on a case by case uh, with the CBD that if we did it every day, multiple times a day, um, he would be able to not only like he's, I feel like he's healed over time, like in so many ways, but he's able to, yes, we see the same yeah, thing. to be able to, you know, actually sit down and focus. And that was his big thing at the EIC, the early intervention center. They said he can't sit for 10 minutes at a station. They had these stations, and so they couldn't get him to sit. And so they thought they, he needed to be in the classroom with the kids with cerebral palsy and the other, like, really severe diagnoses that oh, didn't yeah. talk. And we were like, mm. no, that's not there. our kid. Like, that's not going to help him, you know? And so luckily we pulled him and went yeah. down our our road. But, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the CBD has helped in terms of, like, really just being able to kind of – fit in our box i guess at some level and it, it's kind of hard to say that because it's like we just we kind of tried to have him like lead us as, in a way of like you know because we aren't going mainstream we're not trying to you know formulate him into a certain type of person we want him to be him but we also want to give him the yeah. uh, access to learning and to be social and and now he loves school mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he like looks forward to it yeah. now it's obviously in the school but um he's you know he really he misses like playing basketball with his buddies and like he made friends and it's like you know these kids know him and accept yeah. him and it's like we have a nice little thing going so it was a blessing that we actually kind of forced that general ed issue and we had an aide first and then we nice. um we actually lost the aide because of the data wasn't proving he was doing so well yeah the data wasn't proving yes. like that he, he re- required an aide anymore so we couldn't even keep her <laughs> so yeah that's amazing yeah. so you so this i just want to get it clear so you guys were using it as ad as needed like a bad day or a bad you know it wasn't like time it was like you use yeah. it Oh, amazing! I never heard. That's the first time I'm hearing um, someone using it. someone using it that way. It's very interesting. So, how many times a day do you uh, you? Uh, we actually down. split it up into two doses now. Uh, he has he used to have mm-hmm. issues with sleeping, but he doesn't. So we kind of just you know we don't do the the evening dose. Um, so it's basically mm-hmm. in his morning juice and his lunch juice. And I'll tell you, it was like you know it was kind of you know he got went through a court period where it was hard to get him to finish that juice. And now, I mean, I don't know if it's just an awareness thing or he's connected how he feels after he drinks that juice, but he is like, mom, make yeah. my juice. If I'm not up early enough and I'm not making his juice, you know, he's wow. mad. And so, and if he leaves it at home and then we go out <laughs> somewhere else, it's an issue. You know, he, 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 he feels yeah. that connection. I feel, I believe that he, he understands how it makes him feel and, and he likes it. So it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, how do you guys balance it, though? I mean, being full-time parents and then also running a business, like, how do you guys do it? Yeah. Do you guys, do you, you guys, like, split up the duties, or is it just like you guys naturally know what you guys got to do? Yeah, it's a hard one. Um, 
We've been working together <laughs> as a couple. It. We've been actually we've we've had other businesses in the past, and we've we've met at work. You know that's how we met, and so we've always kind of worked together. Um, but um, mm. yeah, Justin does a lot of the, especially right now because I am at home with the kids, and um, um, and I I work from home. I do most of the marketing and. Um, I was working in the in the Ohio office quite often, but now now it's just for the exposure and stuff because I'm pregnant and all that stuff. So I'm at home more. But um, yeah, I mean, Justin does a lot. He's kind of more of the sales, like let's go out and like you know expand this company. Like let's you know he's he has that go getter entrepreneurial spirit. I have more of the organizational awesome. kind of you know, let's, uh, you know, more reality, I guess, based, but also like, you know, just execution of, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a balance, but we both are, we have different strengths. And so, um, yeah, luckily I've been able to be at home, um, and be able to continue to work and it's not easy. Oh my gosh, you guys, you guys know, I mean, you're, you're trying to balance those things. Yes. It's like, you know, and then the, the uncertainty of not being able to go back to school and let your kids be gone for at least, you know, a few hours out of the day, uh, to be able to get that work done. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's certainly an interesting time right now. Uh, you know, God only gives you as much as it you can handle. So I believe that. And I feel yes. like everyone's being tested right now. Everyone has different situations and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's, a, it's a hard true. thing. And I, and I, I don't, I wouldn't put it on anyone to, to go through all this without the aid of something. And I promise you CBD has helped more moms and dads of kids with, you know, severe issues. And I mean, I feel like, you know, it, that was a, a big thing for us as we realized this is not only helping him, but it helps us, you know, it gives us that, it takes the edge off and without having to really go down the getting stoned route. So um, for us, that, for yeah, me, you know, that was a really good solution. That's definitely a good solution. Uh, so my last question for you both, where where do you see the company in five, ten years? Oh, what a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on my sticky note, on my, my uh, you know, bathroom mirror says, uh, serve one billion people by 2025. And whether that be by products, nice. whether that be by them watching videos, whether that be by them receiving hemp seeds from us in the mail, with videos teaching them how to grow it in their backyard. Um, that's where we see ourselves. And we've aligned, um, you know, we've got three stores, two in California, one in Colorado, a couple more expected to open up this mm-hmm. year uh, in the Midwest. And then um, we've aligned with uh, Holden Law Group. Um, and, you know, oh, Bob awesome. is, you know, he's all over the world and jumping on planes and, and uh, you know, I sit shotgun next to him uh, whenever I can. And that way, you know, when he's going down to Latin America or he's going to Asia, and these new countries are kind of watching the U.S., the U.K., starting to make some real ground, breaking things coming out in March next year. Um, we're, we're looking to expand and open distribution centers. I mean, again, our whole mission is to pay it forward. Our motto is heal the world, uh, expose people to this plant, this miracle plant. And not only can it help people with medicinal purposes it can be used as a food hemp seed as a protein is the best protein on the planet it literally uh represents breast milk it has all 21 amino acids in it and the perfect ratio of omega-3s and omega-6s for any country that's impoverished this could feed for any country that wants to get off petroleum-based plastics 
this product, this fiber from the hemp plant will give us um, U.S. manufacturing jobs. Already in cannabis alone, there's been over 200,000 jobs that have been created through just cannabis in a couple states that, you know, quote unquote legal. So, uh, again, our mission is to pay it forward, educate, just like you guys are doing, bust through the stigma, show everybody. And a lot of other countries already know how great the hemp plant is and the cannabis plant is. And just let them try the plant, you know, and, and, and see what it can do for them. That's awesome. I, I wish you both the best of luck in doing that. And I see you guys doing it because, I mean, you, your purpose, your why was your son. And now it's just spreading the love pretty much because it's from love. Yes, yeah, that's the best part about it. Yeah. And, and I had told someone this. I said, you know, you know, for my wife and I to get involved, you know, that plant literally empowered us. Yeah. It empowered us to be able to stand up to certain institutions like, you know, your medical institutions who want to pump medication down your child's throat, you know, and saying this is going to work, knowing they'll harm them. Or even like you guys had to fight uh, for your child's education, you know, like this is not the right setting. We, you know, these are things we want. These Before that, we would, ex- you know, my wife and I, we would be like, okay, we'll go with your recommendation. But because we went on this journey with this plant, it literally empowered us and made us an advocate and a voice. Yep, Absolutely. And it's and I, you know, I appreciate this industry. I appreciate, um, you know, individuals like yourself for what you're doing, because it just let us know that, you know, we have a choice. Yes, absolutely. We're just so blessed to to be, uh, you know, the call hemp cannabis, our our partner in this journey. And what an amazing miracle plan it is. And thank you guys so much for having Mm -hmm. us on. And and we really appreciate it. And I would just let everyone know again, if they want to try the product, head over to the website, shoot us an email, 101cbd.org and say, Hey, I heard the podcast. We'd love to try it and send us your mailing address and it'll be in the mail free of charge for you to try it. Definitely. Definitely. I can't wait to post it. I love the picture you guys sent. It's a beautiful family. I uh, can't wait to see the addition that's going to be there. <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful picture you guys have up of your family. I wish you guys all the best and thank you for what thank you guys you. do. Really do appreciate thank you for what you having guys us do. and thank keep you. fighting a good fight. Thank and can't wait to meet in person one of these days. I know you come out here to L.A. I, we saw yeah. I, I met you, Osiris, uh, but yeah, meet more of your family yeah, when I get a chance. We met in L.A. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. We bring Aiden around. And, uh, let those two guys go out and let them run around. And <laughs> yeah, that's fun to see. <laughs> I, I can't wait. <laughs> all right all right definitely thank you guys and have a great night thank right, you thank guys. you bye-bye bye-bye thanks for tuning in another episode of love and cannabis i'm osiris stephan and i'm nina simmons be strong and stay empowered Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humiston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, 
Maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn. 